Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here with me today. Thank you for pressing play. Yesterday, I finished my Activate Your Money Codes workshop, and I had so much fun teaching about how to become confident in the area of money and finances and abundance and taking a holistic approach to that. So thank you to Those of you who listened to the podcast and came over to join me for the workshop, that was amazing. And I will be offering more workshops, not that specific one, but I'll be offering more workshops and trainings over the next few months. So make sure to tune back in. I share about those both here on the podcast, and then you'll also hear about them if you follow me on Instagram at Co. So that's what's new here, and I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Christina LeCure, who is a former professional professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. She's a motivational speaker and the founder of Woman with Class Mastermind, as well as Decide It's Your Turn Women's Weekend. What I want you to pay attention to during Christina's episode is that you know, there's different ways or different areas that every woman gets needs to work on. And so I really want you to see if you're someone who actually naturally tends more towards your feminine essence and needs more of this masculine drive, this decision making, the committing to waking up at a certain time and needs more of that, then I think that Christina is a perfect example of what that looks like. And I think it's really powerful to be able to access that part of yourself, the masculine energy. Now, some of you may be already well-practiced in that area of your life and feel very much like you've got the masculine energy down and you need to incorporate more feminine flow. So if that's you, then I want you to take a look at Christina's interview and her rituals and her practices and really take what feels good for you and what works for you. Christina is extremely successful. She's amazing at her mindset Um, practices and the way that and perspectives and the work that she's done. And I'm really excited for you to hear about um, how to really release external validation, to live as your authentic self, to build confidence, and then also to really tune into the innate worthiness and value that you have. And Christina's story is a great example of that. So enjoy this episode and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm here welcoming Miss Christina to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, girl. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah. I always know like as one confident woman to another, like really feel that, that depth and authenticity from like the first conversation. And so we got to hop on a call a few weeks back and here we are recording this podcast and I'm really excited um, to really dive into your story around worthiness and confidence. And I know you have an incredible background as a professional athlete. So um, yeah, why don't you, let's start there. Let's chat about where you, how you came to this place of confidence within yourself. Cool. So um, basically at, at 18 years old, two things happened to me and like, so we'll start at 18. So like I had a normal, typical life before that, but uh, at 18, two things happened. One is I got really, really good at golf and two, I got really good looking. <laughs> and most people laugh at that, but uh, those two things happened when I was 18 years old. And what that did to me is I immediately got external validation, tons of it. And from that moment on, I basically became addicted to the external validation. I became addicted to the need for people to say to me, you're so good. You're so pretty. You're so successful. Your life's going to be amazing. All of the things. So I got addicted to this, this expectation that I was supposed to be so good at at doing these certain things. And I kind of got on this really bad, you know, ride for the next 10 years that like, I believed me as a human being, Christina, as a human was only worthy if I was good at golf playing well, which if anyone knows anything about athletics, it's hard to always be good. And two, if I was skinny and good looking and all of those things. So I did everything in my power, including having a horrible eating disorder and hating myself for such a long period of time to try to stay in this if I lose another pound, people will like me. If I win a golf tournament, people will like me. And this train honestly went on for about 10, 11 years when finally I had just come to my end of the line. I knew that there was other people in the world that were happy, uh, that had far less than I did. And I was wondering how they were doing it. And that really has kind of got me to the place about, that was about 10 years, 11 years ago now that I kind of hit my own rock bottom. And I said, okay, well, how does, how do other people who have way less than me, um, how are they happy? And that was kind of my rock bottom where I said, okay, I'm going to dive into this mindset work into, you know, the self-development realm. I did not understand that you can choose your life and you can make decisions that lead you to happiness and everything is a choice. And it has nothing to do with, you know, what you do versus who you are. So um, I can so relate to um, from a very young age and in in my life, having people um, really comment on specifically how I looked like that was a big thing was like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're the pretty one. You're the good girl. And like all of these external validations. Right. And um, then, you know, getting to a place where all the external validation didn't match what I was saying to myself on the inside. Like it actually created more insecurities, um, you know, more self-doubt and, and not being able to feel like I met those expectations or what people were saying about me. And, and that's a really challenging place to be. And I, I really, you know, I think this, this piece of rock bottom moment and having that shift to being like, okay, 
there is something else. Like I can create this happiness and validation from within. Other people are doing it. I have everything that I thought that I would need to be successful. I look a certain way. I've got, you know, as yourself, a professional golfer and still unhappy. So what was that like, that journey? Um, Maybe what were the first few steps of being like, okay, this isn't making me happy. Where do I go from there? Yeah, absolutely. For me, it really got to the point that I, um, it was like, I remember specifically, there was a, a guy in the golf industry who was always happy, always. And I like, I just started like looking at him and going like, what is it about? Like when you asked him, how's your day? I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Like there was never a bad day in his life. And I was like, how is that possible? How is there never a bad day? And he's like, I just choose it every single day. I choose to be so much in gratitude. I choose to find the positive. I choose to decide that it's going to be a good day, no matter what. And this person, it's not like his life was perfect. He had dealt with cancer before he has the struggles just like every single other person, but he chose it every single day. And so, you know, it started with everything from like, you know, reading a book and like listening to a podcast, you know, 10 years ago, podcasts were like, you know, not everyone and their mother had one. Um, you know, it was a rarity, but I read every book, listened to every podcast. I was obsessed with YouTube. I just dove head first. And then I started, you know, the people that I was reading about, I started going to their events and then I started hiring coaches and, you know, that was really about 10 or 11 years ago. And fast forward now, um, you know, it's still a journey. My life is not perfect, but I will hundred percent tell you, you know, if I were to die today, I believe I'm a hell of a lot closer to the person that I was created to be, um, over the person that existed, you know, at 18 years of age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such an evolution. And it's really fun to look back over our own transformation and be like, what? Like, who was that person and, and just being in such a different place. So, um, yes, let's, I love just taking a moment to celebrate that and celebrate that transformation. And now you get to be out here and really being that guide for other women as well. Um, so for a woman who knows that she's been seeking validation externally from, from men, from their, her job, um, from her business, how does one start to like reclaim or start to re like unlearn that pattern or maybe even like relearn their worthiness from, from within what, where, where do we go from there? Well, for me personally, it was a, it was a few things. The first thing is, you know, one of the first steps that I think that so many people, and I know that like, if you're not there yet, if, if by chance you're listening to this podcast and you're not quite there, first of all, you're closer than you think in the fact that you're at least listening to this podcast. (laughs) So you've got to be somewhat close, but I would say like one thing I know to be true for sure is get into the gratitude, start focusing in on the things that you do like about yourself, the things that you are grateful for that you do have, um, that are not externally based, you know, like so many of us base, you know, we as women, especially so many of us think that I am not good at a certain size. No, 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 no. You are fine. Whether you're a size two or 22, like you as a human being have many, many qualities that I'm sure are amazing as a human being. 
you know, your size doesn't determine your worth, but I would concentrate on the things that you do love about yourself. I would definitely say too, you know, one of the things that always helped me was, you know, who am I surrounding myself with? Who are the people that are actually of positive mindset? Who are the people who are actually, you know, living the life that you actually want to be leading? Like, where do those people hang out? Where do they, you know, where are they online? Who, who are you holding yourself back against? Who are you comparing yourself to? I think that's one trap that so many people get, you know, thrust into is the comparison trap. I'll be honest. I think social media is a beautiful tool, but I also think it can be a deadly trap for so many that use it as a comparison uh, tool. You never, never, never would I want someone to ever look at my social media and be like, that person has it all together or her life is so fantastic. You know what? I got a lot of shit in my life. I got a lot of problems in my life. I'm very open about that. I do believe that I have one of the greatest lives ever, but it's because I wake up every day just deciding that. And I've got a lot of shit in my life, like a lot of shit in my life. But I also too try to focus in on all of the blessings in my life. And I get to choose at any point in time to change any of the things that I want to change, or I can change my reaction to the things that are happening around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about your mornings because you're talking about choosing, uh, you know, like choosing, waking up, choosing this. So um, let's talk about what that looks like for you, what your mornings look like. (laughs) We were talking about this before we started taping. Um, I am such an early morning person. So is my husband, but this is a funny story. My husband and I've been together like 17 years now. And I remember when we first got together, I like literally looked at him and I was like, if there is not a seven as the first number on that clock, do not talk to me. Do not come near me. Do not touch me. Do not turn on a light. Do not do any of those things. Fast forward 17 years. I'm like, literally, if I slept till seven, I, you might have to come check me because I might be dead. Um, (laughs) I, I would love to sleep till seven o'clock. Um, I usually get up anywhere between three and four o'clock, four 30 at the absolute latest. Usually, um, I love my mornings. I think you know, most people, when they get into gratitude, like most people think, most people think you're supposed to be grateful for, you know, your house, your car, your job, your watch, your diamonds, whatever the heck. To me, that one of the things that has probably been most written in my five minute journal, which I do every single day for the last five or six years is my mornings, my quiet mornings. There to me is nothing more um, therapeutic, nothing more spiritual, nothing more perfect than a absolutely silent morning. Um, just as a, as a side note, I don't have children by choice. And I, um, so I definitely do have a lot of quiet time in my life, but even if I did, I'd probably wake up two in the morning just to make sure I had that extra time. But for me, it's really using my mornings to set my, um, set the foundation for my day. I know that, you know, I have, um, a full coaching practice. I have two, uh, masterminds. I have, um, I host retreats, a podcast, all of the things. I know that if I am not my best version of myself, um, for my day, I'm not the best version to show up for everyone else. And so I know that those, you know, honestly, my morning routine is about three hours long. When I actually think about it between waking up and doing my gratitude and getting my workout in and preparing for my day, you know, that's a a long process that I will literally wake up at three or four in the morning just to make sure I'm able to be the best version of myself. And so, you know, my morning routine consists of gratitude, 
before my feet even hit the ground. Like I literally refuse to get out of my bed before I say what I'm grateful for. Then I go, honestly, I go straight to coffee and like, I have a coffee with apple and peanut butter every single morning. And it's actually one of my motivations to get out of bed. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I can drink coffee and eat an apple with peanut butter. My day is so good. I will get up at 3am for that. And (laughs) I know it's so weird, but I, I love it. It makes me so happy. Um, and then I, uh, I write in three devotionals every morning. So I post it on my social media. If you follow me at B Christina, um, I post a devotional every Every single solitary morning, you know, most people believe that there's some secret to success. I'm very, very thankful to say that, like, I'm basically sold out in everything that I get to do. Um, But one of the cool things about it is, is I'm my secret is that I'm just really, really consistent. I I play the long game with everything. Um, That Instagram story bubble, my bubble has never gone dark in four years. never, not one day. And so every morning I post my daily devotional, which is, you know, this year I do one devotional book and I post that every morning. I post a little bit of motivation. I post some funny shit. I post what I'm doing, all the things. Um, but I do that is my morning routine. Uh, My husband and I have been doing a book back and forth for the last nine years. We've never missed a day. Um, it's called Q and a a day 365. You can buy the books on Amazon. I'm not affiliated with any of them, but I've been doing one personal and my husband and I've been doing one together for, um, we've been married only nine years, but, um, so we've been doing that since we got married. And then I do one of my own. I do some gratitude. I do some client work. I go work out. And then, you know, by six or seven in the morning, I'm ready for my clients ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. So I think that, um, I'm curious to know actually what, do you know what your human design is? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I'm pretty sure you're a generator. We'll see. Um, but I'll send you the link to check it out, but there's just different, you know, there's definitely different, um, um, energetics of how people show up. And for someone who can show up like consistently, and I believe it's definitely a mindset thing. And also there's different energetics for what work for different people. And so, um, you know, for someone who's listening, I think that this is a really beautiful opportunity to, um, take from Christina, what feels inspiring for you, what lands for you. And also as my, my listeners know, is like really intuitively feeling in, like not just formulaically doing what someone else does, but actually listening, tuning into what feels good for me in the mornings. For some people, there might be a movement practice for some people. It might be a meditation, um, you know, really taking what feels good for you. And, and that's the feminine essence of this too, of, of creating space and quiet time in the morning to be with yourself, to connect to your soul, to do your devotional, and then take that energy that you've cultivated out into your day and out into everything that you do. And if you don't have three hours, my morning practices are roughly two hours. It just depends on if that includes like my movement or not. Um, I also love to wake up early, not that early. Um, that's exceptionally <laughs> Most early. <laughs> Most people do not, but I love what you're saying there. It's so true. I have had so many clients in the beginning that have tried to mimic what I do. And that doesn't feel good. I have a client 
she is a uh, singer songwriter in Nashville and she was trying to get up early for, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense for you. You stay up until two in the morning. Well, guess what? By 5 PM, I am not talking to a single human. My phone goes off at 7 PM. And if I'm not snoring by eight 30, there's probably something wrong. So like, mm. you know what I mean? So like you have to know what works for you. So I love the fact that you pointed that out, that you intuitively have to trust yourself. But the main purpose of any routine is to get you into your best self. So what has to happen for you to be your best self? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love was talking that. to a client about this yesterday of like, the mornings really are the only time where we, it's, it's so sacred, like you're saying, and it's the only time where we have the space to cultivate and connect with our own energy before we interact with the world, before we interact with social media, with other people. And when we connect to ourselves, our higher self to the universe, to God, like that allows this energy. Cause if you're listening, you can tell Christina has beautiful energy and abundant energy. And, and that comes through this, this practice, right? It's not just this, this, um, maybe it comes through her coffee too, but I'm sure it comes mostly <laughs> through uh, her practices. Right. Um, so thank you for sharing about your mornings. I think super inspiring. And I I do want to speak to what that looks like to be your authentic self and to Mm -hmm. not try to mold and conform to either what other people are doing or the people that you're comparing yourself to, or your coaches or your mentors. Like, what does that look like to really move through the world from a place of authenticity? Mm, Such a good question, because I think you're absolutely correct. I think a lot of people have a tendency to think, well, that's how they did it. And that's how they have, that is how they have had success. So that's obviously what I have to do to have success. And I feel like that is just, you hit the nail on the head in that regard of like 100% you Every single human on this planet that's listening to this has a massive purpose and your purpose is different than my purpose is different than Amy's purpose. And you showing up trying to be like Christina or Amy and not your authentic self, you are not going to fulfill that purpose as much as you should, if at all. I truly believe every single person on this planet was put here for a massive purpose and I feel it's a responsibility take that word in a responsibility to live out that purpose and you not doing so is not okay. And you trying to be the Amy version or the Christina version or whomever else in order to do that will not fully um, allow you to fulfill that purpose. So going back to kind of like what you're saying about how I can be authentic. First of all, I do believe the one thing that I have, I've, I've believed confidently in myself for two things. One, that I can be authentic. And two, that I always knew I was going to be successful deep down. And that is a really crazy thing to say for a person who hated herself as much as I hated myself for such a long period of time. But I've always known that about myself. And I think the one thing that allowed me to overcome, even when I was in a dark place, was the fact that like, I knew that if I was serving, like I, I care about people so deeply, I, I'm not 
truly empathic, but I really, really love helping. I care so deeply. I was just on a client call this morning and, you know, we were talking about, you know, a lot of my clients come to me for, you know, purpose and profit, making their money in, in their business. And, you know, he's like, so how do I, how do I uh, close? How are you so good at closing these clients? And I was like, okay, well, first of all, I've never once thought about it that way. I'm, I think about it as uh, like, so we picked the name of the client. Joe Blow. This is good for all the business people listening. Joe Blow. I've been, I've talked to him. I've been on a consult call with him, but he still hasn't closed. Okay, perfect. That's fine. My question is, who is Joe Blow? What does Joe Blow like? What does he love to do? One of the things that I used to do very, very well and why I was very well paid in the corporate golf industry when I was playing golf with clients is because I always went out of my way to remember what these people liked, what they enjoyed, who they were. You know, they may be playing golf, but they probably don't give two shits about golf. Half of these people, I want to know what they do care about. I want to know like, do they have kids? I want to know what sports team they like. I want to know like what they did as a child. I want to know what they did on a weekend. So when I start thinking about them again, so if Joe Blow happens to become a potential client, I can go, you know what? Joe Blow grew up in Pittsburgh. He's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So I can send, you know, if, if the Steelers win this weekend, I can send him a text message and be like, dude, I saw you won. Congrats. Or if I know that I'm having a glass of wine, there's a client of mine on the golf course. He would never drink any wine besides this one wine. Well, every time I go to a restaurant and I see it on the menu, I snap a shot. I'll send him a message and remind him that I'm thinking about him. Those type of people turn into clients. And I have never once thought about it as like, okay, we have to do this to make it a client. It is coming back to giving a shit about a human being, living authentically in serving others will 100% allow you to have a very successful life and business and enjoy it along the way. Mm, Yes. And what I'm hearing is human to human connection. I feel like there's so much of that deep connection that's missing and you know, I work with a lot of women who have just started their businesses and who are in a space where there's a lot of scarcity. There's a lot of fear. And it's like, I have to get the client. And it's like, okay, I get that your mind is telling you that you have to get the client. However, if that's the approach that you're taking, that's going to come from this place of neediness and grasping and all of that. And if we can shift it into how can I give so much value? How can I connect so deeply to this person in front of me? How can I care so much that they know that they are seen and that they are heard and they are loved? And even in one conversation, have it be a transformational experience for them. And then that's where the money comes. And, and, and it, especially I say like in the beginning, your mind is going to go often will go to the, the scarcity because it's, it's wants the safety and the security. And so anytime, and you're human, if that happens, it's all good. Anytime that's happening, it's the noticing of that being aware that that's happening and then shifting into, okay, what am I really here for? What is my vision? What is my purpose? Um, what do I have to offer? How can I connect more deeply? How can I be more present? Like my favorite thing is to get back into the body when we notice that we're in the mind taking a nice deep breath and just like reconnecting to your heart space. And, and it's also so much more fun and enjoyable that way when money comes from a place of deep connection and, and value. So thank you for sharing and, and thank you for, for really highlighting that. And I love, 
I feel like that, that seems like something that's such a core essence of yours is just this authentic connecting and something that, um, a lot of people can be in, in a, in a deeper practice of, right. And starting to train your mind to think in that way. I love it. It's so true. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at a client list, no matter what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to have fill a, fill a mastermind or fill your one-on-one practice or whatever it is that you're trying to do, if you look at those people as how can I serve that person at the highest level, never one day will you ever have to think about how much money you're going to make off them. Because if you put that service first, the universe one thousand percent wants to support you in that in that venture because you're supporting someone living their purpose in your purpose and i firmly believe god source universe whatever you want to call it will 100 percent allow you to do that if that comes first mm, yeah i love getting into the energetics and more of the you know like we can go into so much strategy around business and around whether you're coaching or other businesses um but when we really bring it back to what are we really doing here is like i believe that everyone's purpose while it's in a different format i believe that everyone's purpose is to be love and to give love and to like really be yeah be um providing something that uplifts and elevates someone else's life in some way. And we all have our own unique ways of doing that. Amen. Yeah. So good. So if someone wants to build more confidence in, let's say just in their life and their business, maybe they're not used to like being so forward in, in like asking people about what do you like, what are you interested in? Um, what do you think is, is a good place to really like cultivate that confidence, um, when they have all those doubts and, and, and fears coming up in their mind? Yeah, for sure. So I've always said confidence is the willingness to show up. So confidence is the willingness to show up. And every single time you show up and do one more thing, every single day you become more confident. So I believe wholeheartedly that like keeping your promises to yourself, no matter what they are, whether it's I'm going to drink two glasses of water every single day and you start drinking those two glasses of water every single day, you never miss. I promise you at the end of 30 days, you're going to be a heck of a lot more confident. So every single time you push yourself to the next level, every single time you do one more hard thing, my husband and I have a a saying between the two of us, I was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro um, last year. It's been a little longer than that now. And, um, you know, I was, I got to summit day and I called him. We only had service for like really a couple days of the trip. And I called him and I was like, so I think I'm going to sleep in the crater because for those who don't know, Mount Kilimanjaro is actually a volcano. And, um, we, uh, and I said, I think I'm going to do this thing. And like, apparently it's quite dangerous, but I'm healthy. I'm fine. And he goes, well, if you're healthy and you're fine and they say that your vitals are good, he goes, we do hard things. So pack your shit. (laughs) And, and honestly, I promise you every time you do a hard thing, you build confidence in yourself. And that hard thing could be literally going to talk to someone across the hallway at at your apartment building or in your office or whatever it is. If that's hard to you, I promise you tomorrow morning, you're going to feel like a bit of a badass. Or, you know, if it's, if you're on a diet, for instance, and you are, cause I know a lot of people struggle with that as you know, if you tell yourself, no, that I am not eating past 8 PM and every single night you do not 
eat past 8 p.m. And no matter what is put in front of you, whether it's chocolate cake or chips or wine or whatever it is past eight o'clock and you fight that urge at eight o'clock and you wake up that next morning, you are going to be more confident in yourself because you've kept the small promise to yourself every single day. You told yourself you were going to do something and you actually did it. And watch what happens. You become more confident in all areas of your life because you know that you've built the confidence in doing the thing that you said that you were always going to do. Mm, Yeah. I'm hearing like a really, really deep piece of integrity, like self-integrity and self-trust here. And I was talking to um, a client of mine yesterday about this around, she was like, maybe three weeks ago, she was terrified to post on her personal social media about her new sound healing business. And then uh, we were on the call yesterday and she goes, Oh, it actually doesn't feel that scary anymore. And I was like, yeah, because you showed up and you did it and you built confidence through action. And every time you choose that action over fear, your brain is like, oh, okay. I thought I was going to die if I didn't do that thing or if I did that thing and I didn't die and I'm safe and I'm okay. And um, I think that, I think it's Brene Brown talks about that like trust with someone else is built out, like trust is something that we build over time. It's not like you meet someone. I mean, I'm pretty trusting just overall you should, where you tell someone, you make plans with someone, they show up and then you build trust with them and then you show up again and you build trust with them. It's the same thing for yourself is this, this step-by-step moment by moment, building that trust with yourself. And over time it strengthens and it expands and it becomes easier to be like, I do the things I say I'm going to do. And there's nothing more painful because I so was in this place when I first started my business seven years ago, I was not integrous with myself. When I said I was going to do something, I didn't do something. And so my understanding was like, I don't show up for the things that I say I'm going to do. And, and one other example I want to give is I, I work a lot with my clients on their calendar and around how they use their time, because I believe that when we honor our time, uh, that we actually can, um, do all the things we want to do and have the space and have the relaxation and it creates freedom, but there's so much resistance to using a calendar in some way. And it's oftentimes because I see that people don't feel like they can show up for themselves. And that's such a beautiful practice of even just like you said, drinking two glasses of water a day, uh, you know, doing, going to sleep by a certain time every night, just building that trust with yourself and starting with something really small and then making it a little bit harder each time. Yeah, I love it. It's it's so true. And I love how you say that time is a big one. I've always said um, time is your most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we spend so much time wasting so much time. Like there's, yeah. And it's where we spend our energy. Right. So if you want to know, like, if you want to really refine how you feel and, and how your energy is, it's like, if we're leaking our energy in all these different places, because we're not like being intentional with our time, then our energy can be really scattered. So, um, yeah, I love this piece of having the masculine essence of time, which is linear and structured to create the space to create, allow you to live in your purpose and do everything that we want to do. We can, we can do it all. So, um, I love that. Christina, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we hop off today? 
No, you know what? Again, I just, I really thank you for doing this. I think you're, um, you know, we connected very randomly. I'm so thankful that we did. I love what you're putting out into the universe. I love the feminine energy that you bring. I'm definitely more of the, the, I, I definitely do the more feminine in the mornings, but I'm more of the masculine Gary V type of energy. So I love the fact that we are, you know, we've combined this. I think that your people have, um, blessed to know you obviously, and can learn from you. I'm just super grateful that I get to do this every single day. I, I truly, like when I said, I do believe that it is your responsibility to live your purpose. And I think when you're living your purpose, you are actually in the highest vibration that you could possibly be in this world. And I'm so grateful that I get to do this on a daily basis. It's not always easy, but gosh, is it worth it? And so super thankful. If you're interested, come follow me at at B-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, B Christina. And uh, I show up there every day, all the fun things. And uh, yeah, I just thank you. Appreciate it. Amazing. Thanks for being here. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Christina. Bye girl.